Welcome to Real News on this Saturday afternoon. And my topic today is actually many different topics. For one, let's talk about what is on top stories right now in the world. And it is, it is, if this isn't the definition of a clown world, I'm not sure what is. But the Theodore Roosevelt statue was removed from New York City um, from the American Museum of Natural History. Now, let me just say this, okay? I lived in Jersey years ago, and I've been to the uh, Museum of Natural History. And the last thing I really paid attention to was the fucking statue, okay? And I'm pretty sure Americans right now, most Americans could give a shit if Theodore Roosevelt's statue is in front of a museum. I mean, it's not like it's been there for 80 fucking years, but now all of a sudden, because of people that are like, what, between like maybe 18 to like 29, because we have to appease this soft, pussy-ass generation, that now we have to remove it because of, uh, it's a racist image. I mean, he is the 20, he was the 26th president on horseback with a Native American African man on either side of him. Who gives a fuck, okay? If we start removing our history, then we can't have a productive discussion about it, okay? I'm not here to, to debate whether or not that's a racist statue or not, okay? That's not what my talking point is about. My talking point is about... How are we moving forward as a country? Um, Let's just look at 2008. Barack Hussein Obama, a black man, became president. And he wasn't just a lame duck president. He was re-elected as president in 2012. Okay. We have people like Oprah Winfrey, multi-millionaires. I think she's close to being a billionaire. I'm just going to say this. That proves to me that this isn't a racist country, people. If the white man was really against black people, they would not have a fucking chance in hell to become successful in America. We live in the greatest country in the world, and people need to start acting like it is. Because it is. We stand on the shoulders of actual giants, patriots, uh... The people that fought and died in all these wars. Young boys that served, you know, that fucking died in their first tour of combat duty in, in, the, in the first war. Or you can go back to any of our wars. And we are, as a society, are concerned about what statues are up in front of museums. When I say this, you know it's true. The world looks at us and they laugh at us. We're too busy wondering about what bathroom people need to use, um, if somebody's trans, um, you know, we're too busy about pronouns or what to call somebody that the world outside of here is exceeding. China is a massive superpower. These people, do you think they give a shit in China about what statue is outside or if their people are offended by a statue? No. And I don't care what the media tells you. 
Like if you turn on CNN, they make it, they make it, if you listen to CNN for a half hour, you will think the entire world, all they give a shit about is the Theodore Roosevelt statue or a George Washington statue or an Abraham Lincoln statue. You know, if you actually listen to CNN seriously for an hour, or if you just start listening to it in general, you will think the whole world is outraged over statues. And it simply is not true. What most Americans are concerned about right now is our supply issue. What most Americans are concerned about now is going into grocery stores and there's for certain item is no longer in stock right now. What a local, what, I'm sorry, what regular American people are concerned about is the price of groceries, plywood, gas, and everything else that is exploding in price is inflation. Inflation is what Americans care about. Everything we do costs, you know, upwards of 7% more, 7 to 10% more than it did just a year ago. This is the highest inflation under any president and also in 40 years. So things have to change. And I want to switch gears here over to something that happened last night. There was a police shooting in New York last night. New York police officers identified after one killed, one injured in shooting during domestic call in Harlem. Basically, two New York Police Department officers were shot when they responded to a domestic dispute were identified overnight. The New York Police Department officer, 22-year-old Jason Rivera, died, while 27-year-old Wilbert Mora remains in critical condition at Harlem Hospital after being shot in the back of the head. They were responding to a domestic dispute. And you want to know why? Okay, we have more police officer shootings now than ever. And we have more of this crime, more so than ever, of police officers being killed and attacked and ambushed in blue cities. What that means to people not politically aware, a blue city means a city or county that is run by political leaders that are Democrats. Okay. But not so, you know, it's not like years ago where we had like a a moderate Democrat. You know, these are liberal, radical Democrats. These are extreme left people that are against, you know, patriotism. They are against the police. They want to defund the police. They have the hateful police rhetoric. The anti-police rhetoric that's been spread across this country is putting men and women that wear the badge lives in danger and I hope that the new mayor um, his name is Eric Adams does something so far he talks a good game okay he talks like he's strong on crime this is what he said it is our city against the killers this was just not an attack on three brave officers this was an attack on the city of New York It is an attack on the children and families of this city. Now, Mayor Eric Adams ran on police reform and stopping crime and uh, going after crime. So let's see if he could keep his word, because I hope 
that this is what happens. Um, He also said, I have to ask you, no matter how painful this moment is, please do not give up on the people in this city. So he needs to step up. And I told you in my last podcast about uh, the homeless man that was 61 years old that shoved a woman in front of a subway train just for no reason at all. Didn't even know her, didn't have a conversation with her, just walked up behind her and shoved her in front of a train and she's dead now. Okay. Um, it's insane. So they've got to take back the city. They've got to do whatever they can. But it's like I said, it's not just in places like New York City. Okay. This is happening all across all these blue cities. Chicago is a war zone. Like look up the look up the data. Look up Portland. Um, and see what's happening with all of this insanity that's happening in these cities. So, but anyway, I want to go back to the statue situation. You know, we, our leaders are so concerned about statues. You know, we had all those statues being pulled down in 2020. Remember, Charlottesville removed the two Confederate statues. You know, what about what happened in Washington, D.C. when all these Antifa these scumbag, these lazy bums that don't want to work, and you see them out in the street with a backpack and fucking long hair where it's not washed, they're not clean, they're dirty. You know, why is it always these dirty, scumbag-looking people that want to rip down our statues? These are anarchist people. But if you turn on CNN, they'll say it's a peaceful protest. No. Any protest that turns into criminal elements, whether you're turning over police cars, you're burning down Walgreens, you're, you know, firebombing police stations, you're fucking killing business owners and burning and destroying their businesses. That is not a peaceful protest. And it doesn't matter how many times CNN wants to tell you that it's a peaceful protest. It's not. It's a fucking riot. Okay. It's criminal behavior, period. And the thing is, because that our government doesn't take these things seriously, what do you think is going to happen? It's emboldening criminals. Um, you just I just talked about the New York shooting that was yesterday with the cop being killed and the other ones in critical condition. Well, these things are not going to stop, people. They're going to continue to happen unless serious action is taken place. And what's happening in these blue cities, which I want to call, you know, ran by liberal leaders, is the police are actually doing their job. The police commissioner from New York City was on TV talking about how they are, the officers are actually doing what they're pledged to do, is enforce the law and arrest these people. The problem is our prosecutors, they have a no bail policy. So the very next day, they walk out the day, the you know, they walk right out the door of uh, being locked up. So what's going to happen? What do you think's going to happen? They're going to go right back on the street and do it again. They're emboldened. They know the prosecutor is on their side. They know they can get away with these things. And like I said, if you listen to CNN, they're always going after law enforcement. They're always there's always a question. When there's a police shooting, if a, if a, if a, 
if an officer shoots somebody, CNN's breaking news, you know, and they always want to put the doubt on the officer. Was he trained right? Was he doing this right? Without putting yourself in the officer's shoes. Um, an officer, you know, someone that someone that s- swears to to um, uphold the law and become a police officer, you know, they put their life on the line every single day. But so it's amazing to me when you have you know outlets like CNN with their anti-police rhetoric, and all it's doing is going to make the country worse. And like I said, you can look up and research some of these cities, New York, Philadelphia, Chicago, Baltimore, uh, Los Angeles. Um, I think I mentioned Chicago, Portland, Oregon. And look at the crime rate. You know, the homicide rate in New York City alone has went up, went up like five times what it's been in the last two years. There's a reason for that happening, folks. You know, and hopefully Mayor Eric Adams, which is the new mayor of New York, steps up and controls this crime wave. Uh, you know, there was a poll the other day and they were actually talking to people the other day on the streets of New York where average New Yorkers don't feel safe taking the subway. Well, do you know how many people the subway serves every day? going back and forth to work, doing their business, their commerce, you know, their public or private business in New York City. And not only that, where that, where, where the 61-year-old homeless man pushed this 40-year-old woman in front of a train, in front of a subway train last week, that happened in the Times Square subway. That is the actual hub of the world with people visiting. Like anybody that goes to New York City, where do they go? They go to Times Square. They want to walk through Times Square, through Radio City Music Hall. They want to go up to Madison Square Garden. They want to take the ferry. They want to go to um, the Statue of Liberty, uh, Ground Zero. That's right there in Times Square. So this is going to affect them financially. You know, New York City can lose millions. Um, I wouldn't want to be the mayor of New York right now. He just came in. You know, he just he just won the election against Bill De Blasio which was a trash, garbage, piece of shit mayor. And even though Eric Adams is a Democrat, he seems to be on the side of police. So I say, let's give him a chance. He's talking a good game, and I hope he acts on it. Um, As I'm speaking right now, it was just on the news earlier that Eric Adams went to the hospital where this one officer is fighting for his life from the ambush yesterday that I just spoke about. Hopefully, Eric Adams cleans that city up because if he doesn't, there's going to be more people fleeing cities like New York for Florida. And that's why our real estate here is out of control. And that's why our rent here in Central Florida is going through the roof. Um, I think I talked to you about it. Like I live in Southeast Ocala and in my area, if you go back to 2010, you could get a three bedroom, two bathroom house for maybe 700 a month. Seriously, in 2011, 700, 725 a month. That same three bedroom, two bath in 2011 right now in my area is 1300 a month, 12 to 1300 a month, 
where if you go back a year and a half ago, it was about $9.50 a month. And that's serious, folks. That's a huge jump. And, you know, Florida, we haven't been known to have serious high wages. Um, We've never paid as good as New York City and New Jersey. So it's harder and harder for people in this area now to keep a roof over their head. But that's because we have the influx of people coming from New York City. These are people that are, in most cases, retired, that have hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank. So they're coming down here and they're buying property with no problem for $200,000 cash. And so our property is going through the roof. And then we have people from California coming here. So we have people from these liberal states where it's astronomical in prices, you know, to live, food, gas, everything. Like if you look up the gas price in California right now, it's five to seven dollars a gallon. Literally, you're going to pay over five dollars a gallon for just fucking basic gas. I'm not talking about the high premium. I'm talking about the crap gas that's like 89, whatever. Um, You're looking at $5 a gallon, okay? And middle of the road premium, you're looking at $6 a gallon. And that's in California. So, of course, they're fleeing out of there. Who can afford those taxes? Who can afford to live there? Unless you're like in the Hollywood entertainment industry, to be honest. So, hopefully... Uh, liberals are waking up to crime and I'm starting to see it more and more there's some talk about it you know actually Joe Biden was talking about putting investing in the, into the police now so you got to wonder what changed you know what gets me about liberals is nothing changes until it's at their doorstep or in their backyard so maybe people like Joe Biden or maybe people like Eric Adams the Democrat mayor of New York that's promising to attack this crime. Maybe it's because they know somebody that was a victim of violence. That's probably what I, that's, that is my opinion anyway, because liberals, you know, I don't want to say I told you so, but most Republicans like myself, we've been screaming about doing something about crime in these liberal cities since 2020. Remember the riots? Remember Portland? Remember the George Floyd protests where they're burning down their own fucking buildings, lighting shit on fire, destroying businesses, killing business owners in the street? How is that bringing George Floyd back? Oh, that's right. It's not. How is pulling down a statue of Jefferson Davis going to bring George Floyd back? Oh, that's right. It's not. How is burning down your own motherfucking grocery store in your own neighborhood going to bring back George Floyd? It's not. And not only that, once your fucking grocery store is burnt to the ground in fucking ashes and you burnt down your CVS where you get your fucking prescription like the dumb fuck that you are, now you don't have a grocery store nearby. Now you don't have a fucking CVS pharmacy nearby or a fucking Walgreens because you burnt it down. So now you have to fucking go to another town to get your shit. And you know what? If I was the grocery store in these towns where they fucking torched it and burned it down or a CVS or a Walgreens, I fucking wouldn't rebuild my shit there. In fact, I would release a statement and I would say, you know what? You burnt down your local Walgreens, you burnt down your local CVS, you burnt down your local Costco or Trader Joe's. Well, since you burned it down, we decided it's unsafe and we're not rebuilding in your neighborhood. So guess you're going to have to go now 55, 60 miles 
for that asthma prescription medicine, you goofy son of a bitches. And that's the problem. The problem is there's no consequences for this behavior. We keep rewarding these people and making it easier for them to commit even more crime and violence on law-abiding citizens, and it's wrong, people. This isn't a partisan issue. This shouldn't be a Democrat issue or a Republican issue. But my issue with Democrats is, what don't you understand? How can you not see law-abiding citizens being terrorized, okay, shot and murdered in these cities? In New York City the other day also, I think it was yesterday, the day before, there right now is a child fighting for their life, okay? It was shot in the face by a stray bullet. This crime wave has to stop, okay? This will bring America to its knees faster than anything else. And like I said, how is this should not be a partisan issue. If you're just somebody with common sense, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, you have to see that these liberal leaders, okay, and it is Democrat leaders where this crime is running rampant. My point is what they're doing is not working. And it's, it's, you know, we just had a shooting yesterday and an officer is dead. How many more officers have to die? Okay. Or in Chicago, how many black people, young black kids, teenagers have to have their life cut short from fucking gang related violence and criminal behavior? You know, the Democrats like to talk about how they're for minorities and black people. They don't care about black people. Because if they would, Chicago's fucking crime wave would have been cleaned up by now. But nobody cares. Democrat leaders don't care until it's on their doorstep. Or until it affects somebody they love. And then all of a sudden, oh, they want to crack down on crime. Look at Mayor Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. Look at her speech about two weeks ago when she wants to crack down on crime and said enough is enough. Compare that to the summer of 2020 with the George Floyd riots. They didn't give a shit about, these liberal leaders didn't give a shit that white cops were being killed or black black businesses were burnt to the ground. It's not about white or black, it's about right and wrong. These leaders are late. They are a day late and a dollar short. Okay, Republicans been talking about getting a hold of, handle of this crime for the last two years. Now they want to talk about police reform after lives have been destroyed. What about the people where their um, husband or wife, their lives have been snuffed out by gang violence? What about that little boy shot in the skull, and the mother no longer, and the mother is grieving for the rest of her life because her kid was shot down in fucking senseless gang violence in Chicago? You know, what about the wife where her husband was a police officer in one of these liberal trash cities and he was killed by some fucking career criminal that's been in and out of the justice system and arrested and let out over and over and over 20 or 30 times? You know, where's her justice? And it's time for our leaders to get a hold of this crime. And... I hope that you agree with me, and thank you for listening. If this is your first time listening, hit that follow button, 
give me some feedback, people, please. The last two or three episodes, I haven't gotten any email at all. But please send me some email, good or bad. Let me know what you think at realnewsocala at gmail.com. Thank you.